The Holy Gospel according to St. Luke, chapter 24. They were startled and terrified, and they thought they were seeing a ghost. And he said to them, Why are you frightened, and why do you doubts arise in your hearts? Look at my hands and my feet, and see that it is I myself. Touch me and see, for a ghost does not have flesh and bones, as you see I have. And when he had said this, he showed them his hands and his feet. While in their joy, they were disbelieving and still wondering. And he said to them, Have you anything here to eat? And they gave him a piece of broiled fish. And he took it and ate in their presence. And then he said to them, These are my words that I spoke to you while I was still with you, that everything written about me in the law and the Moses and the prophets and the Psalms must be fulfilled. Then he opened their minds to understand the scriptures, and he said to them, Thus it is written that the Messiah is to suffer and is to rise from the dead on the third day, and that repentance and forgiveness of sins is to be proclaimed in his name to all nations, beginning from Jerusalem. And you are witnesses of these things. The Gospel of the Lord. You may be seated. Let us pray. Almighty God, you call us to be your disciples. You show us yourself. You open our minds that we might believe. In Jesus' name, amen. So, everybody remembered what happened two weeks ago? What? Easter. It seems so far away. Yeah, maybe. Already the, the he is risen, hallelujah. It's not, it's, it's not as loud as it used to be. Not as much fun. Well, getting up at four was not fun. So, you know... It, But it's different, right? We're still Easter, but life goes on. You've gone back to work over maybe a day off or two days off. The church goes on. All kinds of life takes place. There might have been a wedding or a funeral, maybe confirmation classes, Bible studies, hospital visits, work, school. And it's still Easter. But it takes a little more work these Sundays of Easter. And the truth is, every time we gather together, whether we're excited about it or whether we're bored, Every time we get together and talk about Jesus or answer a biblical question or listen to a sermon, Jesus comes and is among us. And he says, peace be with you. 
the point is, we can never talk or use God's name without God being there. Maybe that's a little spooky, right? A little like Easter, a little spooky. And especially a little spooky if we're using God's name in vain, right? And God's there when you use his name. Spooky. Psalm 139 tells us, God knows us from the top of our head to the bottom of our feet and knows every moment of our life and every thought we have. In fact, God knows us better than we know ourselves. And the good news is, God knows us so well that he still loves us. And he will not use what he knows about us against us. So this Easter season, this Easter day, we celebrate our Christian faith. And we really do believe Jesus lives. And this text is one of them that help us believe that he is alive, he's a real person that talks about flesh and bones, and he eats food, and he is present in our life. President, seminary president Neil Plantana to his African-American church visits a man in prison. And he said, how do you make your days in prison go by? And he picked up his Bible and he said, I read this, our book. You know, sometimes I realize that on any given day or across any given time, most everything good that happens or is said in the world somehow comes from this, our book. The truth of the whole world and everything that happens in the world is somehow in this, our book. I just know that I will never get to the bottom of it. And Plantinga says, too often in the church, we have far too low opinion of just what it is we have in this holy book called Our Book. Our book tells us the Easter stories There's many of them. Read them one by one. Look at the differences. Look at their variations. Look at what it says. And there's one theme that's consistent through most of those early Easter stories. Either we don't recognize Jesus... Or no one believes when Jesus reveals himself. No one. Not even the disciples. 
In the text today, Jesus comes among them. Peace be with you. Touch my hands. Let me eat some food so that doubts can go away. And Luke writes, while in their joy, while in their joy of seeing Christ, they were disbelieving and wondering. So why is doubt talked about in the Easter story? Doubt is not the opposite of faith. In fact, by these Easter stories, doubt is part of faith. Faith is a trust in spite of lack of evidence. Faith is trust without supporting facts. Faith is not knowledge. Faith has tension within it. Faith is acting as if something is true even when we have no proof. So we talk about trust and faith and it's based in God. Max Lucido writes about the crucifixion of Jesus. He says, God looked around the hill and saw the scene. Three figures hung on three crosses, arms spread, heads fallen forward, moaning with the wind. Men clad, <coughs> men clad in religious st- clothing stood to one side, arrogant and cocky. Women clad in sorrow huddled at the foot of the hill. Faces teared and streaked. And all heaven stood to fight. And all nature rose to rescue. And eternity, all eternity, posed to protect. But the Creator gave no command. It must be done. And the angel spoke, It would be less painful. And the Creator said, But it would not be love. So doubt leads us into God's work. And God's work is love. The early church came quickly to see that the marks in the hands and the feet and the side were marks that they should have had because of their broken relationship with God. But it was not. It was God's hands, feet, and side that bring us love. Can we deal with that kind of love? Can we believe that God really cares for us? as we put him on the cross. Bishop William Willimans talks about a man who was dying. And he said, are you afraid? And he said, no. I am not fearful because of my faith in Jesus. 
I look back over my life, all the mistakes I have made, all the times I've turned away from Jesus, all the times I've gone my own way, all the times I've strayed and gotten lost, time and time again, Jesus finds a way to get to me, to look for me when I wasn't looking for him. I don't think that he will let something like my dying defeat his love for me. Do you believe God loves you that much? There's a lot of people who have trouble with the resurrection. And behind that trouble of the resurrection is the fear that God does not love. And so there is no purpose for the resurrection. Jesus calls his disciples. He calls us in that Easter resurrection. He calls us in that peace be with you. He calls us when we have doubts. He calls us when the cross is near and that love comes down. And then he says, you are my witnesses. You are called to witness to what God has done, to what God is still doing, to what God is doing in the world and through Jesus. If we believe in the resurrection, we are witnesses. If it was true for those early disciples, it's true for us because we are the resurrection people. And our witness is fragile. You are the witnesses of these things, Jesus says. These things. Jesus teaching, Jesus healing, Jesus suffering, Jesus dying, the wounds on his hands and his feet. You are witnesses of him standing among us, eating and sharing his story and opening our minds. You are witnesses of these things. That means the Easter story is our story. It's what we share or we don't share. We have a choice. We always have a choice. We are called to be a witness, and we have a choice. So in the end, we have a genuine experience of Christ raised from the dead, or we don't. The evidence is... God's Spirit, Jesus, raises us from our graves and turns our lives around, turns us to God. That's the Easter witness for us. Amen.